0: So, uh, real quick, before we get to Benny and before we reset uh, some of the Brent Venables press conference, very special guest on the Plank Show, T.J. Perry. T.J. Perry. Dr. T.J. Perry has slid into the Buffalo Wild Wings studio. Uh, Dr. Perry, uh, it appears as if the comments (laughs) about – are you looking at it? Did you see the text?
1: I've seen the text, yes. Okay. Okay.
0: Seems like the comments that you people made about Tiger Woods giving Justin Thomas.
1: Is that who it was? I will not accept blame for so. this. It was the host of okay. the show. I cannot take blame. So, Seems like him handing him a, um,
0: a, a female a product, product yeah. has really riled up the masses. Now, I will say I was a little bit shocked this morning because I had not seen this. Okay? I'm not going to lie to you guys. I... I've lived by a new theory whenever it comes to Tiger Woods in golf. I'm not falling for it. I love Tiger. He's probably my all-time favorite athlete, TJ Him or Dale Earnhardt Jr. And um, I'm not going to start every single time that he plays a golf tournament. I'm not going to – I love Steely. Steely falls for it every single time. It's like, he's back. He's back, Tiger. I'm not falling for it anymore. So I was unaware of this – like controversy that surrounded this so much. So I didn't even see the Christine Brennan column that said, uh, Tiger Woods tampon stunt was a bizarre thing for a girl dad to do, but did Woods think of how demeaning it would look for the athletic daughter. He says he loves. And that's actually a very, very, very long column that she wrote about this. Now I'm not going to
1: lie. Um, I laughed but, boy, there's some people that are really, really mad about this. Apparently so. Really I, mad. I, I just now saw the text. They were upset with uh, the host Oof. we won't mention here because. Yeah, I mean, listen. Even being brought up. So, yeah, my apologies. <laughs> my apologies on his behalf. Oh, Oklahoma State has just tied Virginia
0: Tech in Clearwater, Florida with a solo home run. The bombs are being dropped in St. Pete, Clearwater. By the way, quick note, it is 11 a.m. there. This game started at 10 a.m. and it's packed. They've got a great crowd there. Uh, the one knock that I had, we went to the inaugural event uh, in Clearwater. TJ, whenever, uh, this is this is an ESPN event that they put together. Now, I want to say for the last three or four years, it's a really cool event. But they, they didn't really know what they were doing, I think, that first year. And it looks like they've got a handle on it. Though I will say, calling a game from the top of the dugout was really fun. I've I haven't done it since. <laughs> it was the only time I got to do it. But when your setup was on the top of the dugout, it's like, eh, okay. Uh someone pointed out off the three one zero, uh, Christine Brennan, Kai Omega. <laughs> a Kayo. I love the Kaios. I uh I had the biggest crush. I better be careful. My wife's a adult. She might get mad at me. But I had the biggest crush on a coyote at TU. And she, I thought that was going to be my wife. I don't think she knew my name, though, TJ. How
1: would someone so know that information,
0: we, too? That's pretty surprising that someone would okay. know she was a he, coyote. Here's what happens. I can tell you every famous Sigma Kai. It's what you do whenever you're in a house and there's people that are famous from your house. You know every single true. Yeah, famous I guess person. I so, yeah. yeah. You, you know who the most famous Sigma Chi is? John Wayne. John Wayne was a Sigma Chi. So, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, a Sigma Chi. You always, always know who your most famous alum is. Now, my my question to you, Josh Elmer. Oh, I'm sorry, T.J. Perry. Do we just move on uh, and give Benny's call, or do we feel like we need to address Tiger Gate even further? I feel like we're good, don't I, No, you? I
1: think we're good, yes. I think, I think okay. so. We don't want to anger anybody else. <laughs> All
0: right, hey uh, Benny, welcome to the show. What's going on, Benny?
2: Chris, my brother. Good morning. Got several questions softball for you. I'm,
3: I'm ready. All, I'm, I'm ready. Bit,
2: first, I'm a little bit in a daily disappointment here. At the Daily Oklahoma and didn't have the L.U. softball schedule time on their end or the baseball. What? kind of disappointing what? that? But they got OSU at uh, playing at nine, and ESPN they got two games to the Texas Longhorns at three and five thirty. But no you or no baseball my second question is how many players are on the softball roster i mean that patty 20. Can take 20 that all mm-hmm. at home as well as on the road you know what i don't know of don't any know. since okay.
0: covid i don't know of any restrictions on how many they can travel let me let me text jack that's a really good question i think uh, that they're able to
2: travel everybody, everybody. yeah i, I wasn't sure i guess that's the same way with baseball too you um,
0: baseball has a number though right tj because i remember when they get into conference play baseball has a number now again um it, ryan gaines doesn't like me traveling he doesn't want me with baseball gaines he doesn't like me so i haven't been able to go on baseball mm. i'm kidding i haven't been able to go on baseball <laughs> trips in a while but i remember you know pre-covid there was a number that you could travel for for big 12 games so i don't know i don't know what that looks like uh in, in baseball anymore but I'll, I'll text and find out for you benny
2: well, that' what makes me disappointed in mean, the Daily Oklahoma. If it wouldn't be for you guys, I'd never know when you all are playing. I mean, nothing in no, the we're... paper is scheduled. I would just go through reading it on my, on my telephone line. And next, okay. are we going to have international rules all year long on Ghost Runner? Starting at the second on after seven if it's tied.
0: No, no, that's no. Uh, that's a preseason thing, right? Oh, well, okay. non-conference thing, yeah. And uh, it's it's interesting because. I'm not going to lie, Benny. I kind okay. of like it, but I don't think I like it in softball, if that makes yeah. any sense. I like it more yeah. in baseball than I do in softball.
2: I like it um, for the home team, but not not, not uh, for the home team. It's uh, got its advantage. If that visitor don't score, you got to, you know, like against Liberty, we were able to put a bunt down, they threw it away, and we scored.
0: Yeah, we now, also, we also got a little bit of a break.
2: Is, oh, god, Yeah, Benny. exactly. The other question is, Grace Green, I was so glad – did my heart good to see her come off, hit that slam, and you think she get in more opportunities when Jody's pitching or any of the other pitchers as a designated player or not? I think, I think she She's will. a good athlete.
0: Yeah, 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 and she's she's not one hundred percent right now. Oh, I mean, I don't, okay. I don't think I don't think Grace would mind me saying it, um, but she's battling an elbow injury mm-hmm. right now, so she's not one hundred percent and. Benny, right now, she's not someone that I think that they can put out in the field. Yeah, so it exactly. So it would purely yeah. be uh, in, in a in a hitting situation for Gray mm-hmm. screen. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, the other thing, and I think that might be it, I hope that Jada and Sydney and Torres and Brito get them bats going. Well, once they get those sticks going, I think we're going to be a pretty darn good club.
0: Yeah, there's and, –
2: and,
0: and Benny, I appreciate your phone call, buddy.
2: Um, hey, I appreciate checking, it, and uh, – you're going to be on 1560 or 107.7 and or both
0: um i don't actually know i think 1560 all okay
2: weekend, well man. i got it sitting ready for you at 12:30, my brother i always enjoy it and the last comment i want to make is in the Good. ou baylor game the basketball uh-huh. that was one hell of a play-by-play that you did when when uh t rob hit that oh. three-pointer to tie i mean i was so excited that you you just made my good day that day. You did a heck of a job. Appreciate it, brother. Thanks, Talk buddy. To you later. I appreciate
0: it. See you later. Boomer Sooner, my uh, friend. Uh, so Boomer Sooner, man. All right. So here's a funny story, real quick, about the T the Rob three. And <laughs> I I've been blessed to be in some incredible moments for Sooner Athletics, right? Um being on the sidelines since two thousand and eleven. I think, right? Uh, being in the radio booth for baseball, you know, starting in, in 12 with Toby and then being sidelines with him. Uh, 16, traveling with softball, winning four national championships in that stretch. The three-pointer hit by T-Rob, TJ, was the first time when I truly thought I had, I had overdid it and was ready to pass out. I couldn't breathe <laughs> after it. I'm not – I don't know why. I don't know if it's age. I don't know what it is. But if you watch or if you were listening, it's it, – she hits the three. Um, <laughs> Marcus and I are going crazy. Patizzi's trying to stay calm. We're jumping up and down. We're pump- I mean, as soon as she caught it, she was up, and I'm like, that's good. And literally, whenever we – they went to a timeout because Baylor called a timeout – TG, I had to find my inhaler. And yes, I'm forty seven years old that and I you, still have an inhaler. The
1: the blood rush, Did everything you just you're not used to that type of movement where you just shot from your chair. Right. And I just think it right. just uh, overwhelms your body. They're like, Man, he normally does not move Whoa. this quickly. What's going on? <laughs> Hold you're, on. And, and I know he goes on walks, right? I
0: know he goes on walks. I know that he right. occasionally that walk might pick up a pace and it's a jog. But this moron jumping up out of his seat and screaming for thirty seconds straight while trying to remember that he's on the radio, my body was like, "Hold up there, tough guy." So yeah, it was. Um, it was the first time I've ever had to go digging through the bag and grab the inhaler because I'm like, <laughs> I am going to go down. <laughs> Worth it, though. Worth I'm going to pass out.
1: Uh, it would have been worth it. Made it even That's... more epic had you just passed out on the table. Like record broken, bam, <laughs> planks down. <laughs> yeah, here's, the, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. So he was uh, – I, I
0: heard back the number you can – so softball has a 20-person roster. And the number that you can travel is 25. So I would assume if, if Gainesy or someone with baseball is listening, I would assume it's probably close to that number for baseball too when they get in a Big 12 play, because you got massive rosters right now, right? So there is a limit, but Oklahoma doesn't, you know, they don't have 25 players, so they're good to go. Now, uh, I I think if you want to really get into the, the the roster mechanics of it right now, um, Oklahoma is planning on redshirting S.J. Guerin. So she still travels with them, or at least, I mean, I, I haven't seen anyone here yet outside of a couple people at breakfast, but she'll travel with them. And I'm pretty sure the whole goal with her like it was with Lilio last year is to be everywhere, right? Go through your pregame throws, go through your bullpens, whatever you need, and let's continue that development to get you where you need to be to be a difference maker in 23. Because, again, you're talking about a team that's going to graduate a lot heading into the SEC in 25. And I say 25 because um, uh, Oklahoma's – First year in the, I'm wearing 23, 24, excuse me. First year in the SEC for softball is going to be 25. And that's a team that's not going to have Jada, TRA, Kinsey. Um, I don't think Brito will still be around. Nicole May will have graduated. So uh, Riley Boone, there's, there's six key players that have and will have moved on and, at the foundation. I know everyone's like, oh, you can go and get from the transfer portal and you'll be fine. True. But you want to have those foundational pieces. And there's names, and we've talked about this a lot, there's names like Lilio, Core, Sid Sanders, S.J. Guerin, Kirsten Deal, Jordy Ball, obviously, that you hope continue to elevate themselves so they can be that foundation for this program. All right. Um, 1016, let's get a break. Look at TJ comes in studio, and what I'm—I'm I'm right on time. Let's
1: go. Look we'll at you, and Josh uh, is ready to go. He's back with you on the other side. Oh, it's been a pleasure playing. Yeah. All right.
0: Thanks, Doctor Perry. All right. Quick break. When we come back, uh, more from the Brent Venables presser yesterday. Next, right here on the ref. Yeah, I—I I, I don't. That's a good question, Josh. I felt hydrated that day. I mean, I don't think it was a dehydration thing. I just think it was a. Using too much oxygen in a short (laughs) amount of time kind of a thing.
3: You and I are not, we say this, we are not professional athletes.
0: No. Um, We're not even amateur athletes. Jay from Medill writes, uh, who was, what was cooler to call the the T-Rob three or Jocelyn's Hawaii, Jocelyn Alo's Hawaii mom. (laughs) I mean, come on, dude. I was in Hawaii. I mean, don't, don't make me choose between my kids. Uh, but, yeah, Gwynn's my favorite. No, I'm just kidding. The Aloe the home run. Come on, man. It was history. I didn't get to call T-Rob's record breaker. I, it was just the, the three-pointer that tied the game. Uh, From the 405, you might have already said, but do we get Kinsey Henson back this morning or, or this weekend or not? Funny you should ask. The first person that I saw when I went down to grab my bowl of Frosted Flakes this morning, Josh Helmer, was? Was Kinsey Hansen. Oh, Oklahoma State with a big throw from right field. To, oh, I can't, everyone gets mad when you say gun down. That's what I've always said, so I've got to come up with a new phrase here. Mm-hmm. Um, to throw out the runner from right field. What an absolute beautiful throw. And Virginia Tech makes the third out of the fifth at home plate. Just a big time play. Right fielder gets burned. I mean, an absolute laser to the cutoff girl, and then some absolute blockage of the plate. <laughs> I mean, that's obstruction, peeps. That's obstruction. Um, here's one more. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I'm working this uh, Genesis PGA Tour. Writes the three one zero. Famous Sigma Kai's, Tom Selleck, Dave Letterman, and Mike Ditka. Uh you could also well, Brad Pitt, bro, come on. Or ma'am, sorry. I never want to just assume things from the three one zero. And of course, Josh, the most famous Sigma Kai of them all, me. Me, <laughs> right. you're welcome.
3: Yeah, no, that's fair.
0: There there is there is two places that have never reached out to me for anything. Two so I I'm I'm obviously Either they're very embarrassed by me uh, or they realize that I don't have any money to give them. One is the University of Tulsa. Never, ever has reached out for anything um, outside of money. And B is the Sigma Chis, the Sigma Chis. You don't want anything to do with me. Hmm. Uh, here's one for the 918. I'm offended at how people can get so offended by such a, a little thing as two golfing buddies messing around with each other with some playful ribbing. You know what? I will say, though. I have adjusted some things that I do on the golf course. I'm trying to watch my language a lot because when I would leave a putt short, I would always say, you know, something along like take the skirt off, you girl, or something like that, right? I've completely adjusted that way of thinking. I don't want my daughters to feel like the only people that leave their putts short are girls or that I'm being somehow negative. And I play a lot of golf with my girls. So, I mean, I've adjusted that. But, I mean, come on, people. that That really and the fact that we had here's the funny part of it here's the funny part of it it's not like tiger walked over there and made this presentation have you seen the new south park yet
3: uh new south park no it was on
0: wednesday okay no so the new south park this is this i think this will tie in well in the new south park they kind of make fun of prince henry and his his wife because they're basically walking around with a sign to like, give us our privacy. We deserve our privacy. Why right. will you not give us our privacy, right? In this instance, Tiger wasn't doing that. He was literally as low-key as you could possibly be, and it took a camera shot that was zoomed into the nth degree for someone to see it, if, if, unless there was some massive presentation that I'm missing here. So, again, you can be mad if you want, but it's not like he's like, ladies and gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I gave him this because I felt like that it was very girly of him to not hit past me. That's not what he did. So again, I, I understand. The, I understand. I understand. I get it. But oof, man, we're we're really getting mad about everything. Here's one from five eight zero eight, real quick before we play a couple of. Uh, oh, one more. One more here. All these people that are mad can kick rocks. Everyone is soft nowadays. Uh, Georgia had a roster turnover of 52 players since 2001. Similar numbers to OU. I will admit that it does help if you get to keep your quarterback. Well, let's let's keep this in mind too. Let's keep this in mind too, Josh. The um, I don't know. I feel like I'm real. Am I yelling today, or is it just this rude? No. Can like you? Can is, you
3: pipe up? Actually,
0: <laughs> are you serious? Okay. I'm no,
3: sorry. you're good. Uh,
0: oh, okay. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. Don't get don't get self conscious. Sorry, sorry. I'm very I'm very self-conscious about things now. No one has knocked on my wall and told me to shut up yet. All right, here here is the um Here's the one thing though I think to keep in mind. It's it's not as if he's had like 4 or 5 years in the program, right? He is this is a second-year coach. So even with like that roster turnover for Georgia, it's a bunch of guys that were there that Kirby and his staff had recruited. I don't know if that does anything for anyone or if that means anything, but that's, that's the best answer I can come up with because is it pretty normal to have that kind of turnover? I guess so. Um, you guys have done the math and you've looked at it much deeper than I have, and it's hard to dispute facts, but it just seems as if it hits a little bit different, especially whenever one of the guys that left won the Heisman trophy. Um, Coach Venables was asked yesterday during his press conference, keep the text coming on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Coach was asked about, hey, going to the SEC, what are some areas that you feel like this uh, program needs to consider? uh, Well, hold on, hold on, before we get to that. Where did you feel like you needed to upgrade when you went to the transfer portal when you brought in guys? Where were areas that you felt like you needed to upgrade?
4: Again, it was incredibly important. You know, the game's – as we know are won and lost in the lines of scrimmage we got to become a more physical football team both sides of the line of scrimmage and uh, you know personnel matters and the development piece matters uh, these are guys that you know were incredibly productive uh, when healthy and you know they bring a a level of physical toughness that we're looking for we believe you know we certainly haven't started practice yet um, we got uh, that's on the agenda uh, soon enough but you know, addressing the lines of scrimmage, we lost a lot of guys. You know, it's not like we have all of a sudden have more than what you would normally have. We just we needed to reinforce, you know, the trenches amongst other places. We bring in eight defensive backs. And, you know, so I always believe, you know, one body, many parts. But, you know, I think it can be a great equalizer when you when you get your, your offensive and defensive linemen and, and those, those parts of your program, or football team rather, uh, where you know where it's a competitive advantage, and so uh, we're certainly not there yet. But think that we've improved our team, uh, you know, tremendously with the with the additions, you know, both in the portal and the high school guys uh, that we brought on. Uh,
0: and then um, talked about the upgraded line of scrimmage. Eric Bailey asked a really good question that uh, was involving the upgrade just in general to the 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 program and kind of where's. Where does he? How does he feel about where Oklahoma is right now as they prepare for the move into the
4: SEC? Yeah, I mean, for me, it really—I just go back to where are we at right now, being inside out, regardless of the conference affiliation. We're in the Big 12. These are still the same improvements that we need to make. We need to—we need to make improvement in every single area uh, in regards to this program. So again, continue to develop our roster. through recruiting and again the development of our program strength and conditioning uh, you know fundamentals scheme development football intelligence uh, continue to you know support all of our different areas of our program from uh, nutrition to elite recovery uh, to the academic support uh, to the facility you know we I know that's been laid out there those are all things that are important for, for the University of Oklahoma to be a championship program regardless of you know the transition to one conference to the other you know uh, had we not made the move to the SEC every single thing I'm talking about still applies to where we're at right now as a program and and so you know that's where we choose to be being inside out we recognize you know uh, you know everybody else is gonna talk about you know the conference you know this conference and the differences for us you know trying to trying to um, uh, implement it, the blueprint for a championship program. You know, these are this is our vision. It's not a championship program before in the Big 12 and then a different template for the SEC championship program. It's, it's all the same to us.
0: There you go. So a little bit of uh, BV from yesterday's press conference. Uh, we got more coming up. I am going to try to get over to, to Getterman and get a quick pregame interview with Coach uh, and hopefully be back for the home stretch of the show. We'll all find out together. Uh Josh, from the hotel indigo, <laughs> I'm signing off for a bit. Sounds maybe good. You good? Maybe I'll talk to you. We got Connor, in, we got TJ. Talk to you in forty five, talk to you in an hour, maybe. It's one isn't it one of the great unknowns right now? It's like, will Chris be back? I we'll see. The hope is that I will.
3: <laughs> well, you know. But if not, have a great weekend. It's evening.
0: not like it's <laughs> <laughs> Alright, buddy. I'll see you here in a bit. It's
3: Plank Show right here on the ref. Rolling. Rolling along here. Hour number two, it's the Plank Show. On the home of Sooner fans, strolling, striding into the, well, the Buffalo Wild Wings broadcasting booth right here is Mr. Connor Pasby. Connor, what is up? Happy Friday to you, my friend.
5: Happy Friday and happy opening day for baseball Opening day. Opening day, baby.
3: Opening day. Yeah, I can't wait to see uh, what the... What, what kind of encore performance we get from Oklahoma after, uh, obviously, a run to the championship series. If they, if they can be great this season, then all of a sudden you start laying the foundation for uh, Oklahoma baseball to really, really turn the corner under Skip Johnson and company and head into the SEC with some serious, serious momentum.
5: Should be exciting. They got some new transfers coming in that can make an immediate impact. They lost some key players from last year, but should should still be exciting for this year. So,
3: have you gotten to jump on the air since yesterday's Brent Venables and state of the Sooners is is how I would uh, refer to yesterday sort of impromptu press conference from Brent Venables with all of the newcomers. Have you gotten to share any of your thoughts yet?
5: I have not. I mean, I put some clips together for us uh, yesterday to
3: thank you for that, put on air. Oh yeah,
5: of course, yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was some great things coming out of what uh, Venables uh, had to say. Talked high on some of the newcomers coming in, especially uh, Dason McCullough, the Indiana transfer. He likes what he sees out of him. And he likes the linebacker room that he has right now. So, yeah, there's some good things to take away from BV.
3: How about a little more Brent Venables? I know we played this cut earlier for you, but I think it's good. Brent Venables was asked, hey, move to the SEC. How do you feel about it? How close are you already? For it, are you? And I thought this was important that Britt Vittables said this, Connor.
4: Um, that's incredibly exciting. Don't need to run from those questions. Well, I think it's going to be uh, really great for Oklahoma, uh, but our focus in our football team right now is, is the Big 12. And, you know, we got to get better, and that's really kind of where our focus is. You know, we need to get better to compete in this league. Uh, before we worry about the SEC, uh, that'll be here uh, soon enough. Um, but we got another great, uh, a year uh, in the big 12. It obviously it's a great league, uh, very competitive, and that's where our focus is uh, right now. Uh, there's no doubt um, we're building a program the right way uh, in order to get where it needs to be. we've got a lot of improving that we have to do, uh, both personnel, roster, scheme, uh, programmatically. Uh, There's how we can be more efficient and make the type of improvement that we need to to make in order to be a championship program. I know what championship teams look like. I've been in a bunch of them, and I know exactly what it takes uh, to get there and to be able to maintain that championship level. Um, But couldn't be more uh, excited about, again, uh, this year's team, Team 129, incredibly excited about our football program and transitioning over the next uh, several uh, months and the next couple of years. Uh, just incredibly, incredibly excited. So I'll open it up uh, for questions.
3: Good stuff. Good stuff right there.
5: Nailed it on the head. Just worry about what's in front of you right now for a Big 12 play for this season, and then you start looking for the SEC the upcoming year.
3: Well, we've we've sat here and kicked it around all week talking through the Barry Switzer comments, right? Why is Barry Switzer concerned? Okay, does concerned mean worried? I don't think it means that he said that he's he's worried about the move. On and on and on, right? Well, everybody, everybody feels better if Oklahoma leaves the Big 12 Conference as Oklahoma, who they've been. The, the team that's won this league, I don't know how many times uh, off the top of my head. They've won it so much, I, I don't remember. But uh, you leave this as a Big 12 champion one more time, Possibly as a a college football playoff participant, and suddenly any of those worries, those fears, you can you can you can end those pretty quickly if you just go play well, right? If you're not the six and seven football team that you were this this uh, past season, so I think it's good that Venable's is, you know, recruiting wise you can sell SEC, 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 and I've told you. Connor, I do think it was important that they ripped the Band-Aid off, paid the exit fee, and got into the SEC as soon as possible, get that early exit taken care of, because that's what Oklahoma's been selling. Selling, selling, selling. SEC, SEC, SEC. But first things first, right? Oklahoma needs to win football games in the Big 12.
5: Yeah, take care of business right now (laughs) Before, before you make that move.
3: And I think this is a very gettable league for Oklahoma. The 53 out of 76, what do you make of the massive rebuild as Venables uh, dubbed it yesterday?
5: Well, it's just crazy to think about that. I didn't know the number was that much from how many guys that are not part of the program uh, from that Alamo Bowl uh, matchup against Oregon. I mean, it's crazy to think about It It is a complete roster turnaround and a big task that Venables has to get some new guys in and uh, compete and win.
3: And I kind of look at it and say, okay, so you're almost there. You're almost there. It's 70% of the roster that you've turned over. Not too far away. Not too far away from this thing being entirely Brent Venables and company. So the, hey, we need multiple recruiting classes to get this up to speed narrative. I'm expecting it to be pretty close to up to speed this fall. For Oklahoma,
5: yeah, I'm big time recruiting class, top to bottom, not just offense, but that's what we were waiting on. Get so, get those four star guys on the defensive side, and Brent Venable's did just that, and he added some uh, elite talent from the transfer portal uh, to to be solid this fall. To the text
3: line, we go. We'll hear from you uh, all morning long. Air Comfort Solutions text line four zero five six five one thirty four thirty nine. Was Doug from Norman added to the enemy of the state list? Uh, not to my knowledge. Matter of fact, Doug from Norman, you're good. I kind of enjoy the fact that at times you're a little bit of a foil to some of the opinion makers, myself included, of the station that be. And beyond that, I enjoy that you bring us lunch. So as far as I'm concerned, Doug from Norman, you're 1000% on my good side.
5: It was cool. Um, We got a text from the 918 asking about the what Brett Venable said about Danny Studsman not asking for a playbook till like after eight weeks into the season, eight to ten weeks, <laughs> yeah, that of was quite, the off season, by the way, yeah, the off season. Yeah, that was quite a story that uh, Brett Venable's Brett Venable's uh, shared yesterday.
3: Yeah, I think I can find that uh, cut for you, but maybe we should play that next. Yeah, that's that's good stuff, and it just shows you that Venable's not going to be messing around with with any of that. And look, I think that. Uh, Probably all of that rang rang home with Danny Stutzman. That well, and he got to be more serious. Yeah,
5: with. and he sees how good Danny Stutzman can be, so that's why he's saying that, and that's why he wants him uh, to go above and beyond. And yeah, ask for playbooks way in advance uh, throughout the season.
3: Well, he's according to last spring, he's two months ahead of schedule. So two months ahead of schedule from where Danny Stutzman was a year ago when he did not ask for said playbook. Leaving the conference as Big Twelve champions is the only option. Anything other than that will be a disappointment from Kendall.
5: I mean that's that's what you want that's where you want to end off as Big Twelve champs as you're leaving the conference. But disappointment, I don't know. I mean, it's just it matters how you look at it. To me, I mean, ten wins, eleven wins is pretty successful to me even if you don't win the Big 12 While you're coming off from last year having a losing season but it just matters how you look at it
3: and it sort of matters how matters how everything else unfolds if generally speaking yes Oklahoma needs to win the Big 12 championship right to be back on the footing that it was on and has been on for the better part of well the last quarter century to feel really good going into the SEC but you know, if you had say gotten to the Big 12 Championship game this year and lost to TCU or to Kansas State, it's going to be disappointing, but those were those were good football teams, right? So, to me, if you don't play for the Big 12 Championship would be very, very disappointing. That would be marked improvement from where obviously you finished this season with the, the close losses and 6 and 7 and even larger than even larger with than getting into the Big 12 championship and winning the game, show me that you're turning the corner defensively. Show me that you are light years better on that side of the football.
5: And that you can get off the field on third downs. I mean, we said that all last year. The third logs not being able to get off the field and the other team just chewing up the time of possession, which was such a killer. But the way I mean, the way the schedule sets up, I mean, it sets up great in terms of where the Big 12 games are at. You got worry about the last two games at BYU, and then you got TCU on Black Friday. Yeah, this,
3: the schedule's not imposing at all. But here's the deal. The, the schedule wasn't imposing this past season either.
5: That's true, yes.
3: So, <laughs> and probably this one is, I guess, less imposing than this season's schedule, right? Because Kansas State, you don't play Kansas State. That part's good for Oklahoma. Bottom line is, you know... This year or this upcoming season, I spent plenty of time in the offseason talking about Oklahoma could go undefeated because the schedule wasn't altogether imposing. There wasn't a challenging force in the non-conference, right? And it played out that way. played out that way with Oklahoma going up to Nebraska and smacking the Huskers around. And yet you just just weren't good in Big 12 conference play. So I, I hear the schedule argument. But uh, let's see marked improvement before we start booking any passes to the Big 12 championship game just yet.
5: 405 says, I would love to see OU Texas part two in the Big 12 championship game and OU win, of course. One last middle finger to the Big 12 before we leave. That's from Brooke. (laughs) Take that, Big 12.
3: It's the only time that an Oklahoma fan base would say, you know what, it'd be pretty cool if Texas played in the game It would,
5: yes. <laughs> two teams are leaving, and yes, we get to play for the Big 12 championship and then get out.
3: I still will not be pulling for Texas to make it to the Big 12 championship game, but I understand what you're saying. To, to flip the bird to the league on the way out would be pretty awesome.
5: Put the Big 12th in shambles.
3: Would be pretty awesome. All right, let's share that cut from Brent Venables talking about Danny Stutzman. There's so much. Are you kidding me? From Brent Venables meeting with the media yesterday, and uh, I-, I saw from Ross Lovelace the uh, Josh Bates cuts making the round. That was pretty cool. I think this guy's going to turn into a massive as, – as Ross tweeted, he's going to be a big-time fan favorite. He speaks his mind, man. He's uh, not afraid to do that, and – He he's very blue collar.
5: Well, he he was a kid that was committed when you know LR was here. Right, and then stay committed the whole time. I like that yes. just to abbreviate. Yes.
3: <laughs> use those initials. <laughs> don't don't use the full name. Do not do not speak that, that I was gonna, I was gonna, Yeah, I know. I was
5: gonna say his name, but I, I didn't feel I didn't feel like saying it. <laughs>
3: LR. I love that. All right. One final timeout, hour number two. We'll come back and wrap things up. In this hour right here, it's the Plank Show on the ref. Happy Friday, everybody. As we chug along here on the Home of Sooner fans. Allison Insurance brings us hour number two of the Plank Show. Allisoninsurance.com, 405-745-2968. Health insurance, life insurance, Medicare supplements, and more. Bob and Robert Allison, they can find the needs to best fit you and your office for insurance. Allison Insurance has been helping you and your family for over 60 years on this baseball opening day. Can't wait. Can't wait for a baseball opening day. I thought Toby had an awesome interview with uh, Coach Adcock was was great. Him talking about his OU ties was really cool. I'm going to see if I can't, which I know I can, but will I have the time and the ability to rustle through audio in between commercials will be the the real challenge here. But I'd like to splice some of that and and play it for you again here, maybe sometime next hour, which is pretty cool. Yeah,
5: and Toby and TJ have had Skip on uh, several times before we – opening day today he's just he's just so funny a fun guy to get on air and I'm I'm just so excited for him and his team uh, to get going today should be a lot of excitement uh Cale Davis will be on the mound too for OU today OSU transfer uh coming in
3: junior fourth year junior righty Cale Davis yes uh Oklahoma by the way since 1962 40 and 21 on opening day 10 and 4 in its last 14 season openers, the uh, let's see here, the Sooners are 29 and four in home openers since '62, which includes a 25 and three mark at Eldale Mitchell. It was pretty cool though, uh, listening to California Baptist head coach uh, Coach Adcock talking about the the leap up to to D1. You know they weren't eligible for the postseason for however many years, but obviously uh, they are now. And he was talking about how cool it was to be well on this radio station doing a doing an opening day interview. So that was kind of neat. Were they were they D
5: two? or they cool. two before? Do you know, <sighs> good question. I, I, I don't know. I,
3: I don't know. Uh, I don't know their history.
5: I can. I mean, I, I know. Point. I know they're a small school, but.
3: But that was uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, we'll, we'll rehash some of that. Speaking of the Brent Venables, Danny Stutzman comments. So, Brent Venables had some comments on Danny Stutzman yesterday, and it sounded like
4: this: and uh, a group of guys are hungry. And they're in the film room. I, Danny Danny Stutzman, he didn't come ask for a playbook for eight ten weeks a year ago, and and. I wanted to see who was going to who going to come ask for it. And uh so I know that we talked about that that we had a, a good conversation and come to Jesus on what do you want to do with your career? You know, did you come here to you know be a funny guy or are you going to be serious about being great? And and obviously he's flipped the switch and but so we are a lot further along and we 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 didn't know anybody, you know, when we got here. So to me it was important that we develop relationships with these guys um you know before we did the scheme you know as well so a lot further along uh, mentally with where you know we were a year ago uh, physically uh, i believe uh, as well and then we got to get all these guys the 26 mid years that are here we got to get them transition quickly uh because you know we're going to need a bunch of them to help us uh you know day one and
3: thank you by the way to Ross Lovelace for uh Chopping that up and putting that out there. I know that the uh, press conference is sort of everywhere, but that's that's where I got that. So credit given where credit's due. I will take you back, by the way, to podcast on the Prairie Gate, as I would like to affectionately now refer to it with Danny Stutzman. And uh, remember what Brent Vinnable said at the time here? Just one more cut real quick before the top of the hour. Well, maybe. Maybe. Littering. No.
4: Danny leads the Big 12 in tackles per game, so that's pretty good, right? Yeah, well,
3: leads the tackling game, so that's pretty. Leads the, leads the. You're gonna be a funny guy. You're gonna be serious. Game. We're out of time in hour number two. I've I've run up against it. Josh and Connor back with you. Final hour of the Plank shows next, right here, home of Sooner fans.